we have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's, it's no other way. Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts. Welcome to a special midweek edition of a Purely Arsenal podcast. We're here to discuss a Bamiang signing finally and much, much more. I've got Neil Shaw with me, Aidan Neil. I'm on top of the world, sunshine. Yes, he sighed. He sighed. I told you. I told you a couple of months ago it had happened. I said, you believe me, yeah. ITK. Believe me, yeah, mate. Yeah, so, yeah. Believe me. But, um, yeah, it's official, official, as you would like to say, official. Don't, don't well, give, me official. The lot, give me the lottery numbers and I'll believe you. Yeah, I well, know I could do with those. <laughs> if only it's selective, you see. I only know with certain things. <laughs> um, also got Michael Harris to discuss it. How you doing, Michael? Very good, chat. Very good. Buzzing, as everybody else is with the news. Uh, looking forward to having a good chat about it. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. James Johnson here as well to team it up. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, no, very happy. Yeah, yeah fantastic. I haven't got Mark Harrison with me. I haven't been able uh, to get hold of him. Busy bloke, busy bloke. I haven't been able to get hold of him for a podcast. But He's, he's uh, negotiating party. That's what he's doing. He's, oh, there you go. Perfect. He's negotiating party. We'll get, we'll get Mark back on the next one. Over or Mila Hojlovic from Palace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> same position. Yeah, same position. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Hopefully, hopefully um, we can dream big now. Dream big. But Aubameyang signed. Obviously, it was rumoured, well, quite strongly that he had signed for, for a number of weeks and and, and we still don't really know why why the delay, but it doesn't matter. Um, he went and signed, and um, <clears throat> we were all wondering how it was going to be released. We expected something. And I thought the media team did a pretty good job. I was watching it on Instagram Live. I don't know how you boys were watching it, but... Um, Mike, let's go to you first. Um, massive signing, massive sign, probably the biggest signing of the summer. No matter what happens in terms of how important he is for the team, um, we can talk about the details of the deal in a little bit. What did you think of the way it was announced? How did you? you I'm sure you look back at it and watch it. Arsenal media mm-hmm. team do a pretty good job with this. They were kind of baiting mm-hmm. the fans for quite a while, weren't they? What did you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, they proper wound everybody up, didn't they? With the, um, you know, the uh, egg timers and the hourglass whatever and uh, the Arsenal website uh, uh, social media site um, you know make sure your notifications are on and everything and uh, I, I guess looking at back in hindsight the way uh, Aubameyang is, is quite prolific on uh, Instagram and and, like, and those Instagram stories and and Twitter and, and what have you. So it kind of made made sense that they tapped into that um, and 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 uh, we're pretty much all over it when when it comes to social media and how we are. You know, we've got so many followers and everything. So it kind of made sense that they did something like that, and it was very uh, different. Um, you know, I liked it. You know, unfortunately, you still had a few Arsenal fans who moaned about it believe it or not um, some of them said oh you know why are we going to these lengths for why do we drag things out and the whole thing was a bit cringe and, and what have you you know it's some people just take life too seriously they really, really, really do you know we don't, we don't get out of this life game alive so let's try and enjoy it while you can you know no one does so um, it was great to see him he looked really nervous he looked you know like really proud as well 
that he was, you know, he was staying with the club um, as well. And then I think, you know, I'll probably touch on it <clears throat> a bit later. I think the people that he spoke to um, were quite significant and, 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 and um, you know, and, it, and there was a reason why he spoke to the people that he did afterwards. But it was a great move by the club. Um, it just shows that, you know, that, um, that those in social media do listen um, to what the fans say and the players listen to what the fans say, you know, with Bamiyang and he's talking about how the fans, you know, made, you know, he's felt loved by the fans since he's arrived. So, um, yeah, it was great, great to see and it's great to, to put it, you know, to put it to bed and um, knowing that, you know, we're going to see a guy, you know, who's going to be, you know, on his game. I think Ian Wright said in the interview, that he's le- he, he's just gone up another level um, as a player, um, and that's all down. I mean, if we touched on it in the last part of the pod, his coaching and what what Arteta is doing to him, and and um, I, you know we'll probably touch, again touch on it a little bit later. But the, the chat he had with Wrighty um, and some of the little gems he dropped about Arteta and what he does. Uh, with the players and the way he has those lines of communication was just really eye-opening and, and great to hear. But no, great, great to finally put it to bed, Jack, and um, you know celebrate that we're going to see a guy that's probably one of the best uh, finishers in world football playing for our our club and hopefully get taking us to where we want to be as captain. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that as well. I think he has got better, and I even oh, you know I've got to apologise in a way because you know, I'm sure multiple times in the season I kind of had come to terms with. The fact that I didn't believe Aubameyang would stay, and um, and I, I did as well. I think, yeah. I think, I, I think I said at one point. I think, I, I think I said at one point. Wouldn't it be surprised if we sold both him and Lacazette? Yeah. But, you know, it looks, it looks now that we're going to keep. You know, both of them are going to stay. But yeah, I, I, I was, I was with you in that one. To be fair. Yeah, and I, I was trying to justify it. You know, I've always had, but I do really think Aubameyang has, as, as improved a lot as well I mean he's been fantastic overall but I think his overall game just beyond his finishing and, and how we've moved him into a different position has, has improved a lot you know, and, and, and again further since Arteta's come in I think and, and again further when we saw him get the captaincy I mean do you remember even I'm sure we sat here on the podcast with concerns about Aubameyang getting the captaincy and the type of player that he was is he a, a leader on and off the pitch and you know we, we've all heard the rumours about what he was like at Dortmund and we've not seen any of that through a massive amount of turmoil at the club which would have been really easy for Aubameyang to start acting like the big I am when we're sitting ninth and he's still doing the business and we're changing managers left right and centre um and he's just been well extremely humble from my perspective um, and and improving on the pitch and I think I think that's incredible um, to see it and and the more you know uh, you saw his relationship with Arteta build and Arteta's confidence in front of the media you just started to believe that he was going to stay and it's amazing to think that you were sitting there going well I'm pretty sure he's staying now and after finishing eighth and and you know a player that uh, you know what has got to be top five strikers in the world um, and and it's just incredible. And, and Neil, we've lost so many players um, like this before, you know, where, where we've wanted them to stay and we've shown them loyalty and then we've asked them to show us it back. And oftentimes they, they haven't, you know, we all know, you know, Van Persie, Adebayo, or, um, Alexis Sanchez, we can go through the list. I don't want to depress ourselves with it. But some of them worked out better than we thought, to be honest. But um, 
Neil, where do you think it puts him? He spoke about legacy and 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 becoming a legend with Ian Wright. And Ian Wright said he, you know, he already is. And uh, I was like, hold on a minute, no, he's no, no, not yet, not yet for me. But um, and, and Aubameyang said the same. He was like, no, not yet, not yet. And um, but it really seemed like that meant a lot to Aubameyang. And obviously, you can only take so much from an interview. But and obviously, actions speak louder than words. But with him, Neil, he's been really consistent. And it's I think it's just a it's ma- it's a massive signing, isn't it, for the next three years, Neil? Despite his age and everything, he's massive. Yeah, huge. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't factor in age now. I said that touched on in the last podcast. I think, I think the methods of training and diet and and, and everything really, uh, we're just evolving to to be, I don't know, more productive physically, even mentally, uh, even later in years. Now, I think you know it, 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 that's that's generally with life. I think it's just improvements in lifestyle. I guess um, for me, it's a huge signing. It's absolutely massive. I mean, um, Mike, Michael touched on it, but he, the three key components of what he said um, that influenced him to stay with us at this time were um, firstly Arteta, then he mentioned um, his dad, and then I think he put a real emphasis on the fans. And he said it was those three components that, that you know, enticed him and convinced him to stay. But I think he'd already kind of made his decision during lockdown because they, they touched on the fact that Arteta had spoken to him during lockdown when he thought they were going to speak about um, uh, the game and, and maybe tactics and whatnot, uh, maybe when they were finally going to come back into playing, even albeit behind closed doors. And Arteta, Arteta said, forget that. We need to speak about you and what, what you feel happy with. And I think he even gave him the option that, you know, if you feel that you need to move on and, and, and go to a, another club where you, you, you believe you'll have um, chances or more chance uh, of winning big trophies, then, you know, I'm not going to step in, step in, stand in your way. However, if you stay with us, you're definitely going to build a legacy here. So it was that key word legacy, which kept coming into the fray. Now, I agree with you. I don't think he's legendary status le- yet. You can't, you can't, for me, you can't compare compare it with Henri Burkham, Adams, Wright, you know, and, and, and a few others. You just can't, not just yet. But the point is he's going in the right direction for me. He's, he's everything he's doing, um, you, you're, you guys are right. I, I, I didn't see it to be unfolding in this, this to this level, in fact, with him. Um, but as, as Arteta's come along, as he's been given the cap- captaincy, um, and ever since, you know, even, the ret- even before, but more so the return after um, COVID, the, the, the lockdown, he's just been incredible. His, 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 his every game he's had some say, he's consistently banging the ball in the net. You know, even, even, even the, the last game, you know, he didn't score until the third goal, but he still managed to score and, 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 and what a class goal it was. And I just feel that um, where we have missed out on those uh, players where before they've just jumped ship. And that's what Ian Wright touched on. He said that, you know, we've had it so many times before where it, at crucial points where we needed our, our kind of marquee player to stay, they've gone. And you're the first one to break that mould. You've decided, well, no, we're not in the Champions League. But however, you've still kept your faith and you've decided to stay with us. And I think it's so significant to the fact that I believe that we're going to be lifting some significant trophies even sooner than I predicted. I I, I actually think we're going to do, I, I mean, I've said I predicted a top four spot this season. I think we could even go beyond, to be honest with you. It just depends on how the other teams set themselves out and how they play. But I've got such belief now in, in this team with Aubameyang as a pinnacle player. 
um, I, I, I think I think teams are going to find it very difficult to play us. And I think I think the fact that he's building up this fear factor as well, he wants teams to start being scared of us and fearing us. Um, I, I just think that that's going to play a massive part in it. And it's all about confidence. It's all about m- momentum. And I think Aubameyang epitomises all of that. He's got the momentum. He's carrying it on from last season into this season. He's got the confidence. Well, that's that's for all to see. And what I love about him, Jack, is he's got all of that and yet he shows such humility and such humbleness and he's got his feet firmly on the ground. He's just the perfect player for us. Perfect player. Um, and I think, you know, if, if we win a Prem, Prem, if we win the Prem title, you know, we might even be successful in the Champions League. It's the one trophy that, you know, our club has never lifted before, whether it was the old European Cup or the, in its Champions League guys. Then I think you can safely turn around and say, yeah, another legend to, to, to add to our books and maybe have a statue erected of him as well outside the stadium but huge signing just like Michael said absolutely massive your optimism is on off the bloody chart sometimes <laughs> oh, why not <laughs> no 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 I like it um, we, we talked about players that we've lost this is about I mean I verified it with James because it's hard to know what to believe in terms of wages and it's not my first concern but obviously you look at it and I believe the base is about 250 grand a week but it can build with bonuses and, and things like Neil saying there to being the highest player paid player at the club beyond um, beyond Meza Ozil but we have signed players on big contracts before James um, from positions of weakness we signed Meza Ozil up to a contract that was ridiculous because we lost Alexis Sanchez and because the club knew that losing both big players at the same time irrespective of who was more important would have been would have been deemed by the large uh, proportion of the Arsenal fan base as catastrophic and then we did the same with Theo Walcott um, when Van Persie left and Theo Walcott was starting to play some of his best stuff for Arsenal and I think we gave him about 130, 140 grand a week which was a hell of a lot of money then um, neither of those deals in hindsight I, I agree with um, and my point here really is just to play a bit of devil's advocate James and do you see um you know because obviously it is probably his last big contract for for, for Aubameyang most likely um do you see a possibility of a of a drop-off obviously touch wood he's been very lucky with injuries and things like that um and you know you'd argue that he's kind of getting towards the end of his peak age-wise if you were to evaluate it age-wise but it does seem performance-wise that he's actually coming into his peak but are you at all concerned James with the the, 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 the cost or the, the age profile of the player that we're signing given some of our past history with big big wages no alright perfect move on <laughs> beautiful James right. what a stupid it. question uh, it took me ages to write that I'll, 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 I'll speak to the West Ham guys take care yeah I'll yeah thank you I'll, have a good one yeah, yeah. I'm glad I've contributed to the pod tonight uh, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure um, yeah brilliant it's good it's good okay no concerns it's the best answer ever no, but, no, no, but in all, I mean I, I tend to agree with you um, I, I, I don't have those concerns and uh, you know even when Ozil signed that contract he, 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 there was there, there was signs wasn't there he had a two good two or three months but there were, he, he wasn't showing up for away games and you know he's having the odd back spasm here and there and it, and it, it wasn't necessarily very consistent Look, overall at, with his at performance. that time at that time there was still and I was slightly part of that I'll, I'll throw myself in there there was still the the Mesut Ozil you know the fan club and Wenger knew as well as the club knew that 
if Sanchez goes and then Ozil goes after, this is going to be an absolute cauldron for me. Like I, I'm, I mean, people were biding for Wenger's blood by then anyway, but after Sanchez went, he knew if I have another one go, I'm really, really, you know, knocking at death's door in terms of getting, you know, this club and the fans and everything ousting me out, which at the end of the day, I think a lot of people said, oh, no, no, the club realised and they knew it was time to move. I'm like, the fan opinion, the fan opinion was was already there on, you know, towards him as if to be like, look, mate, come on, give it up now. Like, this is, this is you know, this is it now. Give it give it away and let's move on. And, um, yeah, the Ozil one at the time, I, I thought it was silly to pay him that much because I didn't think he was really producing what, what um, was expected of him but in terms of a Bamiyang if you you know I know I just blanketly said no there but I've got no problems with a Bamiyang earning I think Anthony summed it up I don't care paying a player over the odds if you want to claim it's over the odds for a player at that age um, when he produces you know if, if if he's doing what he's doing then why moan I mean um, you know if I want to get my kitchen done in my house and if I pay someone X, Y, Z and they do a brilliant job, I'm not going to moan about it. And it's the same same sort of principle here. we got a guy here who, as well as what he does on the pitch, I think with his sort of uh, exuberant personality and the demeanour that he, you know, shows to the world and everything else, rubs off on some of these players it's a bit you know I think I think in that club you know you've got him you got you got Louise um, low key you got Tierney who's sort of got that dry sense of humour and personality that's rubbing off I mean you know the photo shoot I think it was for the away kit with him and Pepe I don't think Pepe could barely understand a word he's saying but he's laughing at everything I don't know if that's just because Pepe just laughs because he's like oh I don't know I'm just laughing because I'm nervous or, apparently they really they get on really well yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the communication is, like you said, but no. I, I, apparently, yeah, like they they have quite a lot of banter in the in the squad because you see them sometimes, in, mate. Yeah, well, with a know. third shirt, you saw them as well with uh, yeah. the third shirt. They kind of were having a laugh and a joke. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, no. I mean, um, there's that um, there's that lad. Uh, is it like Michael Timsey or Timsby or something that he's a big Arsenal fan, but he's involved with BBC and stuff now a lot. And he was doing some bits with Aubameyang and that, and you can see how he is with that. You know, with um, with him and everything else and it yeah it's just great to see I mean and also I add into it um, the Arteta effect if you look at it since he's come in we've had Saka signed to a long-term deal Martinelli signed to a long-term deal and now Aubameyang so you, you know I think that's three massive massive players especially forward players that have looked at what he's doing bought into it and then obviously signed signed on the dotted line and um, you know we'd speak about them lot down the road and how good they are at securing their assets to long term futures it's nice to finally see that Arsenal were doing the same because you know there was an awful lot of rumours about him potentially going to to um, you know the so-called bigger clubs abroad, and I mean um, the only two they said there was two bids. 
one was from Barcelona and one was from Inter Milan and if if you look at it Inter Milan okay I'd arguably say if he went there he would be their best player and their main man just like he is at Arsenal but did he really want to go to Italy instead of being in London and then after that you look at Barcelona if he joined them he was never ever going to be the main man there because obviously Messi's staying now so he, he he knows he knows that he's onto he's onto a good thing and a big thing at Arsenal and um, yeah I mean if you look at the forward line uh, that we've got now uh, we had you know we had one player get three assists we had and two of them score goals and I think that's going to be the three for as much as I love Nicolas Pepe I think that's going to be the three going forward because how can you justify dropping Willian you know after mm. after that performance you can't you can't can come back to that so, yeah. no, 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 good point I want to come back to that because oh, no, no, a lot of questions to yeah, yeah, definitely. on my feed and I was like I didn't but, really touch on it with Anthony with Willian and Pepe so no, I, 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 talk about I, that. Can't, I can't see how anyone can be upset and I mean, if if people thought it was cringe and it was a bit silly and everything else, I'm like, well, you would have been more upset if you didn't sign it. So, um, you know, if you were upset at a bloody video, then it's like you said, Michael, I think, I think people are taking things too seriously. I mean, if, yeah. if you want to talk about anyone that's in Arsenal and being a legend, you should talk to Michael, really, Jack, because that, man, <laughs> that man's a legend in my eyes. He took three kids to Thomas the Tank Engine World in a pandemic, mate. That, guy, that guy's... <laughs> Talking of kids, no, you're absolutely right. But talking, it's great to see his, um, you know, his images with his family walking out onto the pitch. Yeah. And that's always great to see. He's, you know, you can tell he's, you know, really close with his kids. Yeah, yeah. He had the kid and, and the wife and the dad in the shirts, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and their Abamian shirt. Yeah, I loved all that. Yeah, yeah and he's, I love, I love that with him when he does his Instagram live stuff. He's always got an Arsenal shirt on. In fact, a lot of the Arsenal players do. I mean, I don't really remember it back you know a few years back where they're, they're just always sitting in Arsenal gear like at home and stuff and, and their family are which is I don't know it's a nice touch but what did you Mike what did just go back to the, the video I mean my, my brother mentioned just before the video was announced my brother went he's going to call Lacquer and Lacquer's going to sign as well on the dot here and I went no they never do it like that <laughs> um, but when he did call Lacquer's there although that didn't happen um, there was a few things said you know about I think yeah. you mentioned something about hey can't wait to continue playing with you or whatever yeah. and I just yeah. wonder um, is that something that would happen it was obviously pre-planned by the club is that something mm. that would happen it, and Lacazette's obviously been strongly linked away with a player that would that would would be moving away is that something that would happen because we've been I mean an hour about whether it's time to sell Lacazette and it didn't feel yeah. that way did it no, it didn't. Um, I think you, if you piece it all together, I think uh, I think it was mentioned on the previous pod how Arteta has always talked up Lacazette or what he's what he's done. I think it was Neil that was saying about how you know, after the Fulham game, he did say you know he, he loves Lacazette, he's playing well, but Eddie's you know he said right behind him, but no, he's alongside him. He knows that if he if he's on it in training, then he'll start. And then you look at the interview that uh, he had. Uh, in the week as well, when he was talking about all these, all he's concerned about is the manager uh, likes him and 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 is happy with him. You know, he's not worried about anything else. And then obviously that 
chat they had uh, on the on the pitch and obviously there's a few things where you know Aubameyang said you know I hope I, I look forward to playing with you um, a few more seasons or a, few, or a couple more years and they were talking about oh we need to celebrate this uh, soon we've got a few few games now you know talking like you know they've got a few games and they can't fit it in and then they were talking about how they're going to celebrate uh, I think they just said they're going to celebrate with water and vegetables so that's like some sort of yeah. joke where Arteta's <laughs> got them you know drilled you know <laughs> and everything like an in joke thing. So I, I think um, you know, um, you know, you just saw the, the way he played against Fulham. Um, again, you've got people who say, well, he he he, he didn't play that well. Like I said, he, he, he a few balls bounced off him. But I mean, you know, again, I think you know, like I said at the, at the top of the, of the pod and what James has said, people are just going to complain uh, for for complaining's sake. Uh, that's that's the world we live in now, unfortunately. Um, and I thought, like I said, it was superb uh, against Fulham. You know works his ass off linked the play really well spread the play um he looks fit he looks sharp you know um so you know he got his goal so um i i am you know why 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 sell him unless it's unless it's to do with obviously generating funds to get party in you know obviously we've got 20 million in in the bank let's say because obviously martinez is gone and best of luck to him um but I, I, I can I can see now. It's funny how football things can change, but I can see Lacazette staying and playing a massive part, a massive part to the to the season um, because the the depth we've got up front or in, in, in attacking positions is scary. You know, you know Saka. Uh, Pepe and Martinelli didn't start. You know, obviously Martinelli's injured, but they those three didn't start uh, at the weekend. Um, you know that, and that's that's really strong. You know, the the, the production, the, the production, and this, this, the, the the numbers you get from those three um, when they're on song. We know what they, we know. You know the damage they can do, um, especially with Pepe after the restart. What he was doing. It's just the midfield that we need to get that depth in. And if, if Torreira is going, we've got to get somebody in. So that's the only way I can see maybe. Like is it going if we need to generate that that money? But I, I wouldn't want to see him go, and I don't think they would include him in that sort of um, um, pivotal, significant announcement. Um, if there was a chance that you know what we're gonna we, we're looking, he might go. You know, but you might want to get someone else on the phone. You might want to get your dad on the phone. You might want to get your brother on the phone. You know, someone else. Uh, the fact that they he, he called him tells me that he's going to play a part and they're both going to be together for a couple more seasons. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you said that, Michael, because the one, one thing I'll add to jump in is that um, I had a look earlier and I, th- I think Aubameyang's got, is it 72 in 111 or something? That yeah, 72. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I looked at who... Um, is his best provider since he's been at the club and uh, yep. it was Lacassette with eight so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, and I think mm. I think after that was Mkhitaryan with five so I mean that's a mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that in his conversation where he, was t- he talked about Lacazette to Ian Wright and he said you know we both understand that if, we're, if we feel we're in a better position you know we're, we're, yeah. we're going to take mean, the chance I mean, yeah, good, yeah. we never moan we never complain anyway but you know mm. you know um, t- to start with you know right he had Alan Smith then right he had Burkamp and then Burkamp and obviously he had Henri and and I mean for however good Aubameyang is he needs he needs that other person with him we've always had you know that other person there and I think 
personally, Lacassette it, with Aubameyang helps him. It makes, you know, the, like there's been times where Lacassette's completely sacrificed his own game to, like you said earlier, Michael, hold up and provide for the rest. But mainly, like I said, by those eight assists that he's got, you know, he's helping Aubameyang out. And mm-hmm. where are you going to... For all that I love Eddie and Ketia and I, I love Martinelli and everything else, I mean, where are you going to get a striker, especially in this market, that's going to do what Lacassette does at the level that Lacassette does it? Straight yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. As well. yeah. Straight I, away. I, I think it's... Can't be waiting no, for it, I mean, unless, unless they're thinking that with the age that Aubameyang is now um, that they're going to move him inside and then they're going to play you know they're either going to play Willian on the left and or, or whoever you know they're going to do it that way which I just I just can't yeah. accept because I'll tell no, yeah, I can't I'll tell see it but what do you think about a 33-year-old Aubameyang playing down left. But if you notice now, a lot of people, I've heard people on other podcasts, um, because I listened to some of the Aubameyang ones um, um, yesterday, and people did express their their concern with, uh, you know, a a 33-year-old playing left wing, if you like. But if you look at it now, it's not really that if we're playing the way we are, because what we do is we play a back three, but then when we've got the ball, Tierney kind of becomes the left back. Niles becomes the overlapping. And, and really, Aubameyang isn't doing as much going backwards anymore. They've protected him with those two players, I think, more. And they've allowed him to be more front-footed and more in the front third. If you remember way back when Emery was playing about left wing, I mean, we were seeing Aubameyang back in our you know, corner flag a lot of the time mm. doing stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. And we're not, we're not seeing that as often, are we, Mike? No, there were loads of times in the Fulham game where... One minute we were, we were three at the back, and then we changed to a four. You know, I was in the second half. There must have been about footwork on top of the top of my head about four times I was watching and. Oh, we're, we're playing through the back now. Oh no, we changed to four. You know, we could see it's just it's a definite four. And then what that was doing, that was just allowing Bamiyang just to drop in. You know, come in a little bit more, and, and just open that space. And 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 when uh, you know, Wrighty was talking about the goal he scored um, uh, against Fulham, and he says he said to him, it's funny. It's like, what what did you do when you got the ball and you were facing the guy up? And he just said, I just knew I wanted to kill that guy. You know, I just wanted to to, to finish him. You know, and that's like street football. That's like, you know, an assassin talking. And if he's getting in those positions and he's not doing those doggies up there all the time, he's not, he's not doing it for 90 minutes, is he? There's going to be times where we play away to, you know, cities and you know, Liverpools and, and what have you. And we have to, you know, he has to put the effort in. But there's going to be occasions like we, we, we have against those teams where we're, you know, on the, on the ascendancy and he will, will come in and he will, we won't have to do all that work. So, you know, you've got to look at his, you know, his track record. He's not had many injuries touch wood and look at his physique you know he's, he's, he's 31 but he's probably you know he's probably more body, body wise physically he's probably like 20 28 you know when you, when you look at it and, and the way he he's, he's still rapid and everything so uh, you know I think he'll be fine you know he he looks after himself well you know so I'm, I'm you know I've got no problems with him look, look at what Vardy's doing you know he's 33 isn't he and um, I know he scored two penalties. Yeah. You know, he scored two penalties, but look at him. There's no meat on him. You know, he's just a rake, isn't he? Um, and I think you know you got all these dietitians and all this stuff behind the scenes. I think if anything, they'll 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 be able to monitor it. And they'll know if there's a dip, and they'll and they'll adjust to it. You know, and. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if Arteta has seen that and he wants to, he wants the guy to stick around, and you know, then you know, 
who are we to sort of judge that and think, oh, well, he's 33, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be, you know, go pear shaped. I don't think it will. I think it's going to be fine. He definitely, yeah. he's talking about him being a legend, has touched on what, what he said before. I think if he gets, if he suppresses 100 goals, which he definitely will do, I think he does become a, he, you know, he joins the 100 club, but he definitely become a club legend for me if he does that 100, 100 goals. Yeah, for he's getting close, definitely getting close. And with this, you know, and with this signing, it, it just uh, brings his heart closer to the club, of course, because we've lost so many at that point in their careers. So um, that, that that could have maybe become become more and been remembered for, for, for more. So I, I think it's fantastic. I, I'll tell you, I mean, James touched on the, the convincing, Neil, of, of players, you know, I mean, you know, Bamiyang now to stay, um, but you can't forget players that he's just done a U-turn with, you know, Xhaka, Niles, um, bringing back Ceballos when he had so many people. I mean, if you want to come, I'm trying to convince my wife to move house. I'm thinking of getting Arteta on the blower. And he, he, you know what I mean? He'll do it. He'll do it within 30 seconds, won't he? I don't know what he does, but you know, we we talk about players and managers having a pull, right? And we kind of laugh at Oli got a soul because even people want to go to Tottenham instead of. But also, I've said it again. Another pound. Two pounds. Um, they want to go to the scum. Two pounds for that one. Um, I knew I'd say it. Um, so, um, but you know, do you know, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Because again, we're not in, we're not one of those clubs that are in the elite competition, European competition at this moment in time so you really look to these players that we bring in the likes of Gabriel and um, and William and then go wow the manager's having a really um, big big say here and which is incredible but I'm very curious on that when, when he called Lacazette my eyes did light up a little bit obviously a big fan of Lacazette as well and um, and like you guys I, I, I've started to think more Mike touched on it um, that it might not be the right time if we're trying to raise funds my thing in my head is I think we would probably have to use some of that money to replace Lacazette. We wouldn't just go, oh, let's just buy a midfielder and our strike force is going to be okay the way it is. I think he's absolutely necessary to replace and in order to replace what Lacazette is providing I don't think you're you're really gaining a lot out of that f- f- money wise right Odson Edward I think maybe you, you, know, you gain net 10 million or something out of that which isn't really significant and then you've got to bed that player in etc and all that kind of stuff so I just um, I get the feeling and hope that we don't really touch the front line um, though I do see it being a bit impacted on the on the wings rather than centrally um, and that's why we mentioned you know play like possibly Nelson going out on loan and I think I, I personally do think that will happen even if it's later in the window but um, but um, a few other things I want to touch on moving off of Bamiyang I think we all agree it's fantastic whether I've come round to it or I decided or I came to terms with him leaving And but I, I think it's absolutely um, imperative now that he, that he stays and I think it's our most important signing of the of the window most likely whether players come in or not and um, I just think um, it's absolutely vital for us to be able to compete for the top four this season and things like that I just think it's absolutely essential so brilliant that we've got him fantastic that Arteta played a huge part in it I thought they did the video very very well I wasn't I wasn't looking at the negatives of anything of that I thought it was fantastic the way they did it again and um, mind you the, the best blinder that Arsenal played was the tweet on Sabaya when they announced him wasn't it when they did it all in emojis was the song for him wasn't it wasn't yeah, that fantastic yeah, I had no idea what that was brilliant. and then someone yeah, yeah. told me and I, I just did the old Leonardo DiCaprio Wolf and Wall Street clap you know I went well done that's brilliant <laughs> um, so but um, Neil actually Neil I'm going to come back to you on the Emmy Martinez one because um, you spoke about him on Saturday I'll go to Mike and, and, and James on that but Neil touch on William there's been a lot of um, talk in the last few days about because obviously William had such a good debut performance from the right and that is where he is notably played most of his career for Chelsea um, I mean we shouldn't be concerned with competition but 
the way we're playing and, and, and struggling to see us imminently going back to a back four, therefore putting an extra midfielder in, it does seem like we're going to deploy Willian from one of the wings if we use him. Now, he's not going to deploy him from the left wing and we know why that is so the really it's, it's it's the right wing berth which is why again I, I can't see Nelson really sticking around this season but um, do you have concerns for the ability to be able to still continue to develop Pepe or do you think um, that um, William and Pepe will just kind of share game time um, as it were for the season how do you see it playing out um, so firstly can you hear me because I think you just cut out there slightly for oh, me did I I'm sorry yeah I can hear you fine I can hear you fine apologies um, I, I really oh, I really wanted to answer the um, uh, the Martinez question because I think I touched on the Willian in the last pod so but, oh go but, on then do you mind alright yeah okay. go on Brilliant. he's left um, sorry just caveat he's left 20 million ish um, go ahead 16 plus add-ons I thought but maybe you're right oh say 20 forgot we need right, to, right. we need to tell right. Athletic Home Madrid it's 20 well, right? no. or Leon. Well, look, the money well, look, for the, say. I, I will I, I, will, <laughs> I will I will be very quick because for me the euphoria with the Bamian was obviously then kind of countered with the, the uh, for me the devastation of uh, Martinez and uh, it's a really sad loss and a blow I believe uh, for the club because he's been there since you know since he was a, it was a little kid um, 17 or I think he's what he's 20 how old is he is he late 20s now so he's been there 11 years he was he was a teenager when he when he first was with Arsenal literally through the ranks really and uh, you know the guy mm. is the complete professional he's um, uh, because of his, his, his patience he's waited he's stayed loyal to the club um, and you know he's, he's got that humility he's got that nice guy about him um, and then plus you know when called upon when we really needed him he was for me absolutely flawless I don't think there was one thing that he did wrong um, you know and that's that's saying something when you've got the pressure on you when when he came into a side where alright Arteta had come in and stabilised it to a certain degree but we were still having an awful awful season um, and you know then we get the devastation that Leno gets injured and you know we thought what else can possibly go wrong with this club you know it was it was we, we were in real in a real bad state and and a, and, and a bad way and he just comes in and he takes his chance with with, with both hands no, no pun intended but you know he did and and he was flawless for me absolutely flawless so to lose a player like that um, it really it hit, it hit me hard I, I have to say it really did hit me hard but then I understand and the logic that you can't have two top class keepers in one club is so difficult to to rotate them uh, and keep them both happy and for me you know I I I would really have a go at any fan or Arsenal fan that gives him any stick because he does not deserve it at all he he, he has done nothing wrong he's come along and he's done his job he, he wanted obviously his job for me actually he did deserve the number one shirt and I think Leno had to re- try and get, get that back off him but that wasn't to be the case I think Arteta has kind of made up his mind that no it has to be Leno so you can't blame the guy for saying look I'm, I'm playing well now and I think I need to get first team uh, uh, exposure and he's gone and done that and I, I would implore every single Arsenal fan when we do return to the stadiums and when we eventually do play uh, against him if you like to give him the warmest reception because that's, he 
thoroughly deserves that uh, and nothing less to be honest with you and my only hope is that maybe one day in the future he will come back maybe as a player again or potentially as a as, as a coach if he decides to, to to carry on in football after his playing days are, are over because I think he was he was fantastic in in all areas as a person as a player as a professional in every single capacity ticked all the right boxes uh, never complained when he was never picked he had a handful of games in those 10 years you know he, he wasn't one of those moaning people or anything like that sort of stuff this I'm going to another club um, and and just just great to see and I th- so I think with the euphoria euphoria with Aubameyang that's kind of counted with his departure but let, let the force be balanced again and with that money and the funds that we get from him let us get Partey let the force be balanced and we will win the quad in two years let me guarantee you that now bloody hell okay I want some of what Neil's having um, but yeah no very well said very well said. You're, you're spot on uh, with, with all what you said I thought it was great that he requested um, an interview via Arsenal Media before he left he said yeah. he wants to speak to the fans he wants to thank the fans thank the club and there was no animosity no. about not being chosen as number one I think he felt it was the right time um, there was a lot of talk actually I think he mentioned maybe in that interview or maybe or in another interview that you know he had actually made the decision to move on quite early after the cup final obviously recognising that he, he wasn't going to be number one at Arsenal um, so fair play to him I, I don't usually follow players that leave us but I'm, I continue to follow him so I'm, yeah, sure, that, I'm yeah. sure that makes a huge difference for him that kept him up at night um, but um, but no I'll continue to follow, I'll continue because he's, you know, he seems like, like you said really good bloke exactly yeah. the sort of attitude you want from a squad player that then becomes into the first team um, never like you said complained worked under mm. the club loved the way Arteta um, used him but also he was so thankful to Arteta and to the club and yeah, yeah like you said very classy and I think in the end with the add-ons roughly what the fee is I think we it's a good deal for all parties probably mm. um, it was probably you know about as good as we're going to get so you can argue that maybe we should have got a little bit more because of how good he was um, yeah. but then some people can argue that you know it, it was only quite late in, in terms of longevity yeah. so you, know, you can look at it no it's not his fault so you can look at it both ways um, but in the end like you said Neil it does I do hope that we, we spend it elsewhere and it does sound like just to um, speak about it no you don't like rumours um, Neil mm. but James just go to you and I'll go to Mike on the William Pepe stuff unless Mike turns me off for that and switches subjects like Neil did um, no it's all good but just um, Chris Chris Davison underscore AF, AFC had an interview with an Icelandic um, pundit um, and I just thought I'd read some of the quotes on Rooney yeah, I saw, because I saw um, this, yeah. it, it does look like it's almost it, it looks like it's pretty much a done deal this and in terms of the mm. price and everything like that I'm actually very understanding of it We none of us really understood the David Raya one because we knew it was going to cost us about 12 million and we do want competition for places but at the same time it, it wouldn't have made sense not to keep Martinez at that point but he says you know he's obviously the son of the most uh, capped Icelandic footballer he's great at 1v1s but he's not very good um, or not as good at um, being a strong on crosses and stopping near enough impossible shots like Emmy Martinez um, he's a low testosterone goalkeeper not crazy like others a cool calm modern goalkeeper he says um, very mature although we've seen some of his old tweets from when he was 16 years old come up um, about Wenger being a so and so which doesn't really represent him too well but I guess he was a young boy when he tweeted those things um so it definitely seems like and this, this Icelandic representative said you know he, he actually lost his first team spot at Dijon which is a League One side that's struggling for rele- relegation most seasons I think um 
So it definitely is a goalkeeper, James, that's coming in as yeah. a number two, round 1.5 to 2 million. Um, how do you feel about that, James, in terms of, obviously, it does feel like on, on face value, um, it weakens us. But he has worked with our goalkeeping coach before. Our goalkeeping coach allegedly is the one that recommended yeah. him to Arteta as being having a lot of potential. And that's the part of it that I like the most. I'm trying to look into the positives. What's your thoughts? Oh, oh, James, no, did no, I lose you? Back, I, I thought I think it muted myself there. Um, yeah, no. Go ahead. So, first and foremost, um, agree with both of your sentiments just now about Martinez. And added to that, I, I, I just want to say that before he obviously come in uh, for that Brighton game, when you know what happened to Leno, unfortunately happened to him, um, he was worth five million pounds. To, to play what was it 11 or so games and to sell him for 20 um, at the end or you know or 16 and whatever with the add-ons like Neil said um, that's good business in my eyes I think if, if I'm gutted he's gone because I actually prefer him to well preferred him to Leno um, I, I think that we mm. needed a pre Great. we needed the presence Um I think that he was a lot more, you know, comfortable, like you said, with these amazing saves and just his catching ability and his distribution and everything else. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying Leno's rubbish by any means. I, I just, I just went watching it. I thought Martinez looked as though he was the better of the two, uh, even though Leno had an amazing, amazing season. Um, what I'm worried about now is, is that any single mistake that Leno may make and we know that he is prone to errors uh, it's going to be well you know Martinez wouldn't have done that, Martin, and that, that I can't stand all that rubbish that's that's yeah you've got to let know, that go know, that's the biggest that go. that's the biggest worry that I'm is, is that it's another stick for Arsenal fans to beat their own players with because you know God knows for some reason sections of our fan yeah. base have to have someone that they, that they need to but, but sorry go, just, go, go, please, just yeah, to interrupt go sorry James but but the point is if, if Leno is perfect these fans no matter what they'll find something else to pick on so the best policy oh, yeah. is just to ignore them and let them carry on no. let them carry on on being no, miserable and you know if, 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 if they're going to find force in a 3-0 away win to Fulham in the first game of the season where I think we played yeah. particularly well then it's just another bullet bullet in the revolver though isn't it you know it's just another, like I said it's another it's another you know thing to shoot down one of our players with so that I'm not looking forward to in terms of this goalkeeper Jack um, I know nothing about him um, I, I have started to venture into some of the French football uh, recently because uh, obviously our league only just started this weekend where the French one's been on for about two or three weeks and Dijon's number one keeper that they're using at the moment um, I can't remember his name I think he's I think he's the Senegalese national team goalkeeper as well he's brilliant so that's Alfred yeah, Gomez go ahead I, I, he, he's he's really really good so I, I'm a bit I'm a bit like oh we're signing the wrong one um, but then again would he would he be happy to be number two at Arsenal instead of number one that's because he's he's about six foot six himself and he's he's absolutely brilliant I love him I think he's a great goalie um, and this guy's not he's six foot he's a bit there's very similar attributes to Ray a front footed yeah I've, I've heard that he's, he's he's more of that modern keeper in terms of he's, he's really good with his feet and his distribution but but this is it is that you know I, I was very very used to 
in the old days, Arsene Wenger, obviously, he had people in the background, but they didn't really have any say. It was, you know, it was Wenger's, Wenger's way, Wenger's vision and everything else. Um, I like that Arteta has gone out and gone, no, I want these people. And he listens to the voices that are around him. And if, he, if Arteta goes okay this guy's fine for me because this new goalkeeping coach I'm sorry I, I don't know his name I apologise um, if this new goalkeeping coach has gone this guy's this guy will be alright then if he's alright for him and he's alright for Arteta he's alright for me and I will not I won't I won't yep. judge him until he puts on the Arsenal shirt and see, I see how he plays so if yep. yeah I'm sure there was a lot of quotes like this on yeah, Martinez about I mean, a year ago if, so if, just yeah, a caveat yeah. mid, mate, uh, by the end of this weekend and he's uh, you know he's at the, he's at the uh, king power for that you know if his debuts against uh, Leicester in the cup oh yeah good point we, we, I'll see how you know I think that's probably yeah. the intention. No, no, no. I, didn't think I mean, of if, that, if, if he comes in for that one, or first I mean, if, even if Macy plays that one, I thought Macy wasn't very good when I watched him against MK Dons. But you know, I'm willing to give. Mm. I'm willing to give people these chances. You know, let's let's. You know, yeah. if they're absolutely rubbish, then rest assured, I will probably be on this podcast, and I'll probably be the first ones telling you that he's rubbish. But <laughs> if if they're good, then yeah, you know, I'm not. I can't. You know. It's, it's like it's like we keep going on about earlier you know there's just people's just got so many ways to just oh why are we doing this why are we doing that I'm like you haven't you haven't seen him play so don't you know you've exactly. watched you've, it's the thing is yeah. on YouTube or you've read from somebody on Twitter that yeah. he's prone to errors and, and you've made you, you know you've made a bloody mountain out of nothing those yeah, it's just true. Ahead, Mike. just just yeah. want to say it's, it's tr- exactly spot on, James. It's those same people will will tweet trust the process, you know, trust the process. But then, you know, have a moan about a player that they haven't heard of, or he's not got the right, he's not playing at a big enough club or anything like that. And you you touched on it. Anyone linked to Arsenal, anyone we're, we're going after. It's, it's Arteta's eyes who's watched him it's Arteta's judgement you know so like you said for me if you know whoever we, we, we're linked to with you know we've just got to wait and see you know we've got, we can't just you know moan about things for the sake of moaning for it you know we're, just, we've got an unbelievable fan base you know in, in, in good ways and, and negative ways and you just have people that just want to jump on something just for the sake of it you know and, and um, yeah you know this guy he, he, he fits the profile in exactly what we need we need someone who who's going to be a number two but who's going to make sure that uh, Leno has got the confidence that he's the main man um, you know, and he's not going to be jumping in and out and out of the team. Hopefully, that's a positive. If if it's an, if it turns out to be a negative, I'm sure Arteta's got plans for that as well. But um, yeah, just you know, just 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 trust the process again. Just you know, this is Arteta. Anyone that's linked is Arteta, and we've seen what he's done and how he can coach people better. So, stop fucking moaning. Was, yeah, absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. Did you, did they, have they set fee? Uh, yeah, one point five oh, to two million well, somewhere well, around go. there for, for this goalkeeper. That it fits. It fits exactly what we were. We we, we we on this podcast were moaning about the you know the possibility of the Brentford goalkeeper coming in. So and that's clearly sort of sort of died a death instantly once um, we realised how much he was going to cost. So um, and it looked like the goal the goalkeeping coach is having a fair amount of say in who comes in, and 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 so he should. I mean, he's he's the guy if, that, that if we're spending more. I'll if tell we're 
spending one start. and a half to two million on him, and that leaves more money for us to go get Thomas Party or I or as well by the end of the window. Then yeah, go, let's go. If if if, if signing that yeah. Raya meant that we couldn't get a party or an eye or, then yeah, yeah, Senseless. exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a risk, but but every club takes yeah. the risk. By the way, every club takes the risk with their first goalkeeper. But then you know the, the giant clubs on steroids like Man City and, and, <laughs> and, and even Chelsea. But Chelsea don't have a good number one, let alone number two at this point. So if um, he's so, the so, second know, incarnation um, of that. Taibbi, then yeah, let's panic. But until then, let's not worry yeah. about it. And the only sort of slight caveat is is um, you want someone that, that can at least push um, Bert Leno, not keep him in his comfort zone, right? Arteta talks about that. So the hope is that this goalkeeper can develop to that point of um, of at least being, you know, keeping Le- Le- Bert Leno on his toes. Emi Martinez clearly did that. So um, we, we don't want him to get comfortable. I don't think we want that for any position. So, we, but again, no. don't judge him until he gets there. Mike, just sticking with you, um, concerns with um, where William started and whether that might impact Pepe's um, continuation in the first team? Um, I, I think uh, it will be possibly horses with horses I think Jack I think there will be times where he might appear in different parts of the pitch I think depending on who we're playing against I think he was just wanting him to do a job there I mean first half I think uh, was a bit quiet I think it popped up on the WhatsApp group that you know uh, William seemed a little, little bit quiet um, but then he was right in the mix for the first goal he almost scored Himself, um, the keeper got a hand to it, and then obviously fell to Lacquer. Um, but I, I, I think his, his his versatility is is, is going to allow him to still feature in future sides with Pepe in it as well. So I just think he's he's going to, um, you know, it, with Pepe, he's more so obviously on the right hand side, isn't it? I mean, he, he could probably play on the left if he wanted to, if if there were injuries or what have you. But I I, I think you know it, it's not nothing to really to be worried about. Um, at the moment I, I, I think uh, 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 Willian's just his versatility and, and anyone who's got his, his versatile you know um, at Arteta's disposal is, is going to be used in different ways I wouldn't be surprised if again, against West Ham if he plays um, a different formation and, and, and Willian's in a different in a different spot in the team so yeah it's, I'm, I'm not worried about that I'm, I'm just happy that we've got that got the depth there now, a little you know, quite a quite a significant um, bit of depth in the, in in the, in the front, you know, options, and he um, looks like you know things are going to get better defensively as well. Uh, but uh, it's just the middle I'm a bit worried about. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I agree with you, and that's where we're hoping for um, at least one signing. I mean, I, I I believe we'll make one signing. I don't know if it'll be the one yeah. that we want, but I think it'll be one significant signing. I think any more than that is hard for me to fathom in my head. I think it would require some serious um, recuperation of of money that I'm not seeing currently. But the window can change very quickly, as we've seen. So um, mm. we will see how it goes. It looks like we're kind of holding out on Torreira, maybe looking for a bid elsewhere, Torino rumours of Roma coming in so you know that's one player that definitely looks like he's, he's off I don't think we're going to get yeah. significant money in for Socrates or Kalashnik so I don't think it's going to change much and then I think probably no. a lot of it would, would rest on, on sort of Guendouzi you know and, and the ability to be able to shift him because um, shifting yeah. him isn't something that any of us are, are that concerned about because he doesn't contribute much to the team anymore but um, shifting other players you know your Bellerin, your Lacazette players like that would, would obviously need to be well, well may need to be replaced you know, maybe you can argue that maybe you don't need to replace Bellerin if you if you shift him. But um, I get the feeling that how much, Barcelona. How much did we get? 
How much did we get uh, Gwendozy for? Did anyone know? What was Eight the million. How much? Eight, Eight million. million, was it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. so I, I, I'd be satisfied. I mean, I'd be very satisfied with an obligation to buy a loan for like 20 mm, million. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I know people thought it was worth more, yeah. but there's not a big market out there for him, clearly. Um, no, so, no. you know, because we're trying to offer him apparently around like on every street corner. So, um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not there. Apparently, we're, we're calling up the local, you know, local papers and stuff. Um, so, you know, you can tell, like, everything I read is, and they are converters. Arsenal's, Arsenal's first offer to Atletico Madrid was a couple of tractors and Gwen Doozy. Uh, so it's like there's no money involved, is there? It's just swapping. So, um, no, but in fairness, you know, um, he's obviously come back in the train. But again, we didn't see him back in the squad, which which sort of tells its own story, I think, in terms of Arteta. Yeah, maybe you're back amongst the group. Let's keep the harmony. But, um, yeah. but you know, there's not going to be any significant change, certainly in the, in the short term. But we'll see how that looks come October. Fans questions. Let's start with Neil Melvin. The only way is Arsenal at Melvin. Mark's top man always gives us some questions. Says, even without a significant top-notch midfielder, which I hope we do sign, does this current squad have a plan A, B and C now in its arsenal? Do you see what I did? They're very good, Melvin. Um, so do we, do, do, Neil, do you think without, let's assume that we don't make a sign-in in the central midfield, which is still possible knowing um, our history and transfer windows and whatnot. Do you think we have enough in terms of our ability to adapt um, and compete for the top four um, this season? Um, yes, I, I do. I, I, I feel that the that, that particular signing will probably more or less guarantee it for me. I know that you think I'm too positive, but even without, I think, because of the, the, the signings that we have made, the, the areas we needed to, the, I think the main area we needed to strengthen was defence, and we've done that with the um, arrival of Saliba. I know technically he would, we'd already signed him the season before, but he wasn't our player as such, so you know that can be deemed as a new signing, and yeah, he might take a little bit more time to, to come into the team, maybe on a regular basis, um, but he might get a chance. You, you never know, uh, sooner than we think. Um, Gabriel has almost made a, an immediate impact, so you've already got strength there. We know that Leno um, was very, very good. I mean, he was literally player of the season before he got injured, so uh, there's no problems be between the sticks, um, although, you know, a lot of our preferences may still have li lived, uh, been with Martinez, but that's that's for now done and dusted. It's war under the bridge. I can't think about it anymore. So, um, you know, defensive-wise, uh, Bellerin seems to get, be getting better. Niles has done a complete U-turn. So, you know, because we're stronger there and we've got the additions of, of Willian, who is a versatile player, he can add that creativity. The fact that we managed to hold on to uh, Danny Sabias for another season, um, you know, if it lost him, for example, and we just got Willian as, a, as an additional member, maybe, if you, if, you, if, you can, if, you, if you see it that way, then I would be saying we could still be struggling. But because now we've got the two of them um, that can unlock defences and can add that little bit extra uh, creativity that we might have, might need in certain games. Um, I still think that we can potentially have a, a different plan if one isn't working because we've got so many options on the bench now. I mean, you were just touching on it earlier. You were you know thinking, well, can Willian and and Pepe play in the same same game or the same 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 t uh, starting eleven or, or or whatever it might be as as they as one may come on as a substitute in in a particular game but yes we probably can because maybe we can switch the play we can change things around and and allow them to try something different with the different players that we 
we've got. We've got so many youngsters which are, are, have proven themselves in Saka. Um, you, you know, even to a degree, Nelson, if we do keep him, we don't loan him out. He could potentially come on. I think there's just so many options that um, Arteta has got with what we have currently. I, I still think that that's a good enough team to make uh, a top four spot now I but I still think that having a solid I, I still believe we have never really replaced Vieira um, I know we had some great great players after that we never do um, uh, obviously we had uh, oh god his name was, you know what was his name Gilberto uh, Gilberto that's it yeah you know we had we had that but I still believe and Diaby probably would have been the new Vieira if not for that horrific injury um, but I still believe we never truly replaced Vieira and getting some someone like party well I mean for me it would be have to be party but even if it's someone like him um, I just believe that just completes the jigsaw for me and that is the that is the, the kind of player we need which just reinforces the spine I've always said that our spine is lacking we've never really had a true spine for so many years we're almost there now we get party in or, or someone like him and that spine is complete and if you've got a solid foundation in a the team then you've got all the peripheral players around that spine you know we're we're, we're, we're laughing but I still think we can do things without that player if it if it doesn't transpire but I'm I'm pretty convinced it's going to happen I, I still think uh, Arteta's got something something as you said earlier Jack significant up his sleeve but with the players he's got he can certainly switch switch from you know before where we may have only had a limited number of players playing it that can play in a certain way maybe pl- two players that are too alike for example we couldn't adapt we couldn't change things now I think Arteta because he's a very smart and I think quite a very and a very good te- a tactician. I think he can utilise these players differently if need be to suit certain games. And as uh, Michael said earlier, you know, horses for horses. I, I think that basically is 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 where it's at. So yeah, but I still would want party hundred percent. Yeah, I think we need we need one to really. For me, I'm, I'm seeing all the other squad strengthen, and I think I think we need one of top quality in the midfield. I tend to agree with your type of player um, there in party, but um, mm. yeah. We are at all by accuracy says uh, who do you think we have the money for Ao and um, or Al and um, Thomas Party or, or Thomas Partey I, I think just one James what do you think I can't see us raising enough revenue to for both um, yeah if you if you said to me right now uh, you can only have one James what one do you want uh, Partey every day of the week um, I, I yeah, obviously yeah. I love Ayo I think he's such a and I think that guy um, if not with Arsenal wherever he does decide to go because I think he's going to leave Leon. he's going to be a player for many 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 years to come and he's just one of a production line of young French players they just seem to churn him out time and time and time and time again and I mean it's not like these England ones that do it at club level and they're doing it for club and country they've got so many that are just spectacular but um, I put Arsenal at fifth and for us to win the Europa League with what we currently have but I said and I said it on you know I said it on my own channel I've said it on other channels as well um you add him into it I would seriously go well top four then is a real possibility um he would just add that next dimension that we're just like Neil said um, Patrick Vieira has and he's so hard to replace Um, he's arguably one of the best Arsenal players I've ever seen um, Patrick Vieira was sensational and I think I think Michael you mentioned it many pods ago that we're getting the players now 
that remind us of the old days of uh, do you want a yeah, game do you want a yeah, game of football okay we'll have a nice game of football or do you want to have it because if you yeah. want to have it I'll, I'll kick the shit out of you I'll, I'll knock seven you want to yeah, knock ten lovers yeah. out of me well I'll knock eleven out of you mate so it's up to you on the day like mm. if you want to do it let's do it but if not yeah and yeah, um, yeah I mean um, you know it reminds me of of the old days when you'd look at them in the tunnel and they'd just go oh shit just looking at you know they'd all be looking up at Campbell's at Torre at Vieira at Henri just the physical presence is going up um, and that's what that's the way uh, that's you know modern football it, it, you know it dips up and down doesn't it you, it goes from oh you need the pace the power the physicality or you need the intricate you know smaller versatile types of players and at the moment it is for me it's a pace and power market I think that's the way football's going it's more of a sprinting and a physical game than it is the technical you know nice sort of tick attacker style I think that's sort of going and it's becoming more robust and you know physical and everything else and Partey's just that next dimension mate he's he's the one he's he's, he's the one that we need and um, I'll, I'll, I, I think it's going to happen, and I, I'll be so happy when it does because I think he's just going to add that little extra that bite that this team needs. Um, because for me, uh, if if what Melvin said in his question, um, I worry if. Shaka goes I think Shaka's so so key um, with his turnaround and everything else um, if he goes out I would worry um, I, I think El Elneny's been superb I'm not getting carried away but these last two games I think El Elneny's been absolutely brilliant I can't I can't say anything negative about El Elneny whatsoever Um He's quite deceptively um, athletic, yeah. Elneny. Like, you know, when, like, cause it's very easy to sort of look at him and sort of stature wise and hair wise, if you like, but um, <laughs> you sort of compare him to Guendouzi, right? And go, like, well, he's kind of a. But they're actually very different footballers, right? I mean, I think Elneny's far more, um, le- or far less likely to lose possession than He's Gwendouzi. not as emotionally involved. Um, he, might, he might not, but not yeah. as emotionally involved. Um, less expansive, maybe, with the ball, which is probably mm. fair. Um, but, for, but I think he's far he's actually faster and far far positionally yes. aware and sometimes you just forget like I saw El Nelly come back I was like yeah. really and then I'll, you watch him and you go he's always been quite mm. a tidy footballer and absolutely fine with him being part of the squad and he's, he's good I loved his interview after the Fulham game as well where he so, sort of spoke about the differences since he left did you yes. watch that and he sort of said um, we're, we're just yeah, far more aggressive yeah. and everyone realises how big we are I think he's just are. a guy that you know I, I doubt back in the old days um, especially under you know Emery before he obviously loaned him out is that he didn't maybe he didn't understand them but <laughs> it just it, it seemed like he really had no sort of instructions whereas I think Arteta is going to him look get involved when you need to get involved but literally all you've got to do is just give the ball to people that can do that little bit more and he yeah we're no, not asking a ton no, of our no, no. midfield yet because exactly. we can't exactly but yeah, I think he's happy midfield. with that and I'm sorry that he played really well against Liverpool and I thought he was really really good against Fulham don't apologise he played yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no I, I just think yeah. it's unfashionable yeah. to praise him which is weird I've, yeah, you know, I, I really yeah. enjoyed his performance and no I mean <laughs> you look at it yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Chambers potentially coming back. He's an option there. I know people go, "Oh, really?" He is an option there at CDM. He he he, he isn't going to be overly 
fantastic there, possibly, but he is he is an option. That is that is a plan B that I don't really want to be using though. Yeah, I don't think we'll use it either, especially yeah. if we get another one in. But um, I, I, what I want is Jacker Sabios, um, happy mm-hmm. with Nenny and and one more of top yeah. top quality. And I think Partey fits our need more than Ayo, who I see uh, from what I've seen him seems to like a little bit more um, forward thinking, yeah. maybe more in the attacking midfield role. And not that we've got the absolute option there, but I think we have options there. Whereas I don't see us having the profile of a, a Partey or anything near. Yeah, it I mean, if, if, so that's if we sign both then I'll be going on them street corners to find someone with a perm like you said earlier mate I mean I'll be <laughs> I'll be if we sign both if, if we sign both um, with a little luck yeah. we, we can it's, really it's been really a very, challenge it's been a very lockdown for me but I'm going to second glance anyone I see with a perm now after what you said earlier <laughs> yeah. yeah we've got some hair going on um, just going back to um, Mike Mike a question from Willie and he wants to know now and in three years time um, at the warm boom top man says where do you think Orba sits in terms of the great strikers we strikers we've had at the club and he's asking now but also where you think he might sit in three years time the, the, the strikers that come to mind are right and Henri and in comparison um, mm. like... ones that I've in my lifetime um, obviously you've got Henri you've got Wrighty um, uh, Dennis uh, for, for for even though he's a snake you know Van Persie was amazing for the last couple of seasons some of the games he won us um, I'm thinking in terms of the goals what he's got 72 at the moment right so if you average it out over the next two seasons or three seasons let's say there's a drop off let's say he gets 15 goals a season maybe 20 next this season 20 next maybe more you know he's going to get over 100 easily so um yeah, the fact that he's, you know, you say with his legend or not, he's won us something. He's won us a trophy, you know, um, you know, with, with his with his goals, you know, and, and it's something significant the way he he went about it. I think if he if he gets over a hundred goals and he, um, he he, get, he gets us another trophy or two, maybe a big one. I think he's he's got he's going to be up there, but obviously he's he's probably going to be for me. Fifth, fifth, fifth behind. Well, oh, it's hard. Maybe fourth behind those, those. You know, Henri, Righty, uh, Burkamp, God, who are, who are also known as God. He, he's got to be there as well. Anelka, uh, short term. Anelka, yeah. Anelka, yeah. Anelka was was. I think what blew, blew me away with Anelka was he's so quick. You know, he was he was he was he was absolutely lightning. Um, yeah. Some of the some of the finishing was just so cold, but. Um, but in, in, in me watching Arsenal, you know, you've got you got you know, people like Eduardo, uh, oh, who who was just oh. an amazing finisher. And it's just devastating what happened he, to him. If he didn't and, get injured, um, he would be in the top five um, now. Easily, 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 James. We, well, well, James, he would have yeah. won us the league that year. Yeah, he, he would have yeah. won us the league. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I don't care what anyone says. Else says he would have won us the league that year. Um, I saw since Ian Wright. Unbelievable. Was, oh my god. Yeah, I unbelievable. Agree. Oh my god, he was scarily good. Unreal. Um, but yeah, if you're gonna do a top five, this is what I've seen. You know, in my time, fortunate of watching Arsenal is gonna be right, uh, uh, Henri, uh, Righty, 
uh, Burkamp, uh, Van Persie, and then um, and then Abamyang will have to be up there, you know, as well, you know, and, and yeah, it's just a shame Eduardo. I can't put Eduardo any higher because obviously because of that injury, but um, but yeah, I'd have to say that that you know if he win if he wins this is the Champions League, gosh, you know, whoosh, he goes right, he goes really, he goes really close in terms of legendary status, obviously in the number of goals he scored. But I've got to put him in the top five that I've seen, you know, um, and, and what he's done so far. Yeah, yeah, and then the time will tell how it how it progresses. It's going to be hard to hit reach, obviously the tallies of Omri and, and Ian Wright, but no, but, you no, know, he's not. He's you know, yeah, it's not. It's not just down to that. Like you said, it's about the moment and, and what else he does for the club. And 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 um, you know, he's been captain. He's going to be captain for a, well. Will you expect he'll be captain for the next I, I three years? I don't know how old so. uh, Willie is, but I'm talking from you know, obviously being born in '91. He's he's in he's in my top five. Done. You know, obviously, but yeah. De- De- mm. number mm. one. You know, no, nothing's gonna. And then, like you said, Henri Wright. Um, I can't, I can't put Van Persie in. Um, I think the way that he left after all we did for him, I can't, I can't justify and put him in my top five. So, I would have a Bamiang at four and then fifth. Fifth, I'm gonna say Eduardo because I don't want Van Persie in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair play. Uh, you know, people, people forget. Yeah. Uh, you know. W- there was there was a big legal case and all them injuries that we stuck up for him for, and then he completely fucked it just to just to go win a league. Which okay, it's all about accolades at the end of the day. But no, we did a lot more for Van Persie than people like to speak about. And yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I can understand both your points on that one. Um, I think he's going to be yes, going to be very interesting, but fantastic. side. quickly before we go, um, West Ham preview line. Um, obviously should be a game. I know West Ham had a good result in midweek in, in the. Carling Cup against um, Charlton, I think it was, but um, been struggling a little bit in the first game of the season, and they've had some off the field issues. But you know, they usually bring a game to to us. Obviously, they ended last season quite well as well, and you know, their new striker is, is looking quite good in midweek as well. I saw, so it's going to be a tough game, I'm sure. Um, Neil, I got your prediction. Uh, just go to Mike for his prediction, and then James and Mike. Um, do you, do you, one, do you give me a goal scoring prediction, but also, sorry, it's Mayor at your end. I think so. Um, do, do, give me your goal scoring. And then, do you expect any changes to the formation or, or lineup with um, being at home and, and the type of game that it might be? Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was uh, a couple of changes um, in terms of personnel. Maybe formation, maybe maybe not. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe uh, Pepe did come in and start instead of winning. And I'm not sure. So, um, but I would say if a goal scorer would be, um, I'll go with Lacazette again uh, to open. Uh, the scoring and I'll go uh, I'll go 3-0 again I think I'll go 3-0 again that one Oof, love that mate love that I can't remember what mine and Neil's predictions were but it's all the so I'll go back I don't know, forget. I'm stunned Neil I'm stunned yours was that um, <laughs> okay okay James um, any changes to the lineup or formation and what um, the formation's going to be exactly the same however I think Sabios is going to come in for El Nenny I think I th- uh, even though I've just praised him for the last you know five or so minutes um, I, th- I think he's going to drop him out and Sabios is going to come in I think he wants to be a bit more you know on the front foot at home a um, bit more expansive and everything else but I, I'm going to go for Arsenal to win 4-1 
Um, I don't know who's going to score first, but Nicolas Pepe will come off the bench and score because I I had a look today and Nicolas Pepe four one off any time was thirty to one. So I've, I've, I'm going to put five pound on that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And there's no chance you um you don't see us ever using Saka at a left wing back again in these home games to no. try to make it a little bit more attacking. I don't either because I don't can't remember the last time I used him. Yeah, but it's some I know he can play that. there. I mean, he, he can play anywhere. Yeah. I think if you put gloves on him, he'd probably do a job in goal. Um, but I, I don't want him playing at left wing back. I, I want him. I want him further forward because look at the assists, mate. You know, do you know what I mean? That, that I want him further up the pitch. So I, I, I think. I think. Yeah. He's yeah. got no yeah. fear. He's yeah, got no fear but, running at defenders. Nothing or doing the overlaps yeah, is brilliant. I, I, I don't brilliant. mind him on the right hand side or the left wing side of a front three, mate. So, and I mean, if if we go yeah. all out four three three, I think he'd do a job at Cam as well. Oh, he's, he's that mm, good. He's yeah, that no, good he's a definitely yeah, versatile player. player. Yeah, and it's fantastic because we've got so much competition around the areas that he plays. We can ease him in. We've seen so many great youngsters, Wilshere, except Ramsey, and we've overplayed them because we've had to overplay them because we've not had the the depth and the strength. And um, in terms of that forward, mm. front three, and even sort of the attack midfield role, it's so much, so much competition. Yeah, I places. mean, it's the, um, it's the Leicester game so, uh, in midweek that is going to be interesting because I think if you, I'm not saying Saka's going to go out on loan but I know you've talked in the last couple of pods about Nelson and a few of the others I think if Nelson's not playing that game then uh, that speaks volumes as to where I think he's going to be in the pecking order yeah, yeah, exactly. That'll be interesting to see the lineup, and then you know, with the uh, a few of the the, the 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 bad boys popping back in, maybe with the Urzels and the Gwendozies, which I expect probably uh, for us to include He ain't playing. He ain't playing at Leicester, mate. He don't. He don't travel that far. Nah, but he'll t- he'll tweet. 12 hours before it saying can't wait to play big game Carabao Cup he don't go north of the Watford Gap mate he don't do it yeah he, he, I know he, I bet he tweets these things after he's been told he's not in the squad because it's always within 24 hours I'm pretty sure the players know by then if yeah. they're playing or not so he gets told he's not in the squad and he goes can't wait for tomorrow's game and he goes to the missus yeah. I'm done for tomorrow love I'm I mean, off I mean, what's you, know, you know years ago when Burkamp wouldn't fly and he'd get all that flack I'm like oh, people don't even get on a bus do you know what I mean like yeah oh, no, no no yeah oh, well you know we're, hey, we're not going to end on a bad no we're end on a positive can note I, but yeah go on Mike can I just say, can I just say something I, I, um, I, I, can I change my top five? Yes, strikers. Yeah, go Because James is absolutely spot on with um, Van Persie. I don't know what, I'm, what I was thinking of actually after what he did. Um, can I put Bentner in there? <laughs> No, no, we've got stories about him. I know, I've, yeah. I've, I've, got, I've got lots of stories about that one. Um, but no, um, uh, I, I definitely, yeah, yeah what we're talking about, Bamiyang's definitely in the four. But when you think, when you think about it, in the top five. yeah, but, but when you think about it, it, show, it just shows you, though, over the years, we've been, you know, we've not really been. You know, blessed with with too many up there who've, who've actually you know done done the business with you know you've got Chamac, 
you know, another one, you know, yeah, or whatever his name was, you know. Yeah, so, um, but well, no, apparently, don't diss them too much, there, Michael. Shamak and Bentner got us to top four, mate. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was Arson, mate. That was oh, Arson's yeah, magic yeah, doing that. That was also when there was only like two teams in the league in a way, weren't there? And now oh, there's yeah. like 10. <laughs> now you've got Everton spending 150 mil. Come on. I love Wenger, but, you know, mate, that's a different era. Masterstroke, mate. He was he was superb for us. I, mean, I, I really liked Jossie Benny. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want any more of those last minutes. No, 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 no. Okay, no. we're we're looking we're looking big. I think we're gonna we're gonna make one more yeah. sale this week, and I think next week yeah. it's gonna really start kicking up. We ain't even start seeing those. Um, apparently, he's gonna sign a four year extension. I'm like, well, I'm excited for that. If we do that, that's what big clubs do, isn't it? They apparently I read that we're gonna sign him and then loan him straight out, which is exactly yeah, what done. you should be doing. But it's very difficult. Yeah, get it done. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, boys. Um, it's been a pleasure. My Michael, Neil, James, we'll be back after the West Ham game. It's a late night game on, on a Saturday Arsenal. night. Come on, Arsenal. Stick to the top of the league. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Up the Arsenal, boys. Stay okay, safe. Thanks, Thanks Thank you, Jack. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Take care, boys. Thanks, mate. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Mike. Take care. Thanks, Jack. Cheers. 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 C